Welcome to Abide's Kids Bedtime Stories. I'm Tyler. Today's bedtime story is sponsored by FaithfulCounseling.com. Talk to a therapist who shares your Christian values. Just go to FaithfulCounseling.com abide to get started online or in their app. If you're enjoying our podcasts, don't forget to hit the subscribe button and tell us what you think. All right, it's time to settle into bed and drift off to sleep with this bedtime story. Well, hello there. I'm Captain Thaddeus Cadiddle, and this, this is my skyship, Dreamer. My cargo is stories, and our destination, dreams. You're in for an adventure, my friend. So, all aboard, and welcome to Skyship Dreamer. Dream on. Sunrise about to come. Mm-hmm. But you and I keep watching. All right. Oh, look at the lovely blue mountains below us. And some of them have snow. <laughs> yes. And is that? Oh, yes, yes, yes. A, li- a little village tucked away in the valley up there. You see? Oh, beautiful. I've always been amazed how big the world seems when I'm down there in it. The house, the store, the town, the highways. When that's all you can see, it feels like a large world. But when you're up here, all of that bigness vanishes. It all looks quite small from up here. Many times, the problems you and I face may seem very big when that's all you can see. But when you take time to be with God, you get to look down on your problems. All those big problems feel quite small when you're next to Him. He gives you perspective on what your problem is really about. Just ask Him. He'll show you what it looks like from up here. There's a beautiful verse from Proverbs 4.18. The path of the righteous is like the light of dawn that shines brighter and brighter until the full day. Sometimes we don't understand what's going on. We don't see the whole picture. But if we keep following God, things will become more and more clear over time, shining brighter and brighter until the full day. Oh, oh, look, 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 just over the ridge there. Do you see it? Here comes the sun. Yes, the light of dawn, shining brighter and brighter. Mm. (laughs) There was a boy named Robbie who discovered a surprising treasure when he looked at things from another perspective. And here's our friend John to tell us all about it. Thank you, Captain. 
Did you ever wonder what happens when you find something that someone else lost? You can find all sorts of stuff walking around, but sometimes you might stumble across something very important. And that's when you need to think about the person who it belongs to. I'd like you to meet Robbie, who is seven years old. He always has been a good boy, going to church every week and being respectful of his parents and teacher. He's smart and does his homework every day, then helps out around the house. But one day, God decided to test him to see if he really knew the difference between right and wrong. This story is called The Carpenter by Randy Titano. Robbie was walking home from school one day when he noticed something on the sidewalk. As he got closer, he saw it was a wallet, which, of course, made him run. When he reached it, he picked it up, opened it, and his eyes lit up. Whoa, there was a lot of money in the wallet, more than he had ever seen in his life. Finders, keepers, losers, weepers, he exclaimed. Robbie was so excited, he ran the rest of the way home. He couldn't wait to show his mom. Robbie's mom was already cooking dinner when he arrived. Hi, honey. How was school today? Uh, It was okay, Mom, but, but, but look what I found. He held out the wallet. She stopped cooking for a moment and took it. Where did you get this? Oh, on Oak Street, right on the sidewalk. There's a lot of money in there. She opened it and nodded. Yeah... There sure is. Uh, Maybe you could use it to get a new washing machine. You said the one we have is getting old. His mother pointed to the kitchen table. Sit down a minute, Robbie. They both sat, and she pulled the money from the wallet. You think we should keep this? Robbie knew they didn't have a lot of money to spare. It's like digging up a treasure, Mom. And you sure could use it. Finders, keepers, losers, weepers. I see, she said. So, uh, let me ask you a question. How would you feel if this was my wallet, filled with all this money, and I lost it? Robbie hadn't thought about that. I'd feel really bad. Losers, weepers? How'd you like to be the loser? I guess I wouldn't. Don't you think the person who lost all this money feels the same way right now? Robbie slumped down in his chair. Yeah. His mother started looking through the wallet and found something. Oh, there's there's a driver's license in here. Oh, this belongs to Mr. Hastings, that nice old man who lives two blocks down the street. I'll bet he's pulling his hair out trying to find this. He probably doesn't have much money. She closed the wallet and looked at Robbie. So what do you think we should do? I guess we should bring it to him. You guess? Robbie thought about the old man and knew he had to make a decision. I'd I'd like to return it. She looked into her son's eyes. Robbie, there's a wonderful verse from Proverbs that says, the path of the righteous is like the light of dawn that shines brighter and brighter until the full day. Sometimes when you do the right thing, You may not see what good it does, but keep on doing the right thing 
anyway. And one day, you'll see why. The good will become clear. Robbie and his mom walked the two blocks and heard Mr. Hastings in his backyard workshop. The man looked up as they approached. Oh, hello there. Can I help you? Robbie's mom nodded. My son has something for you. Robbie pulled the wallet from his pocket and handed it to the man. I found this on the sidewalk, sir. My mom saw your driver's license in there, so we know it's yours. The old man's eyes beamed as he took the wallet. Oh my, I have been going crazy looking for this. He opened the wallet and saw all the money inside. Well, I can see we have a very honest young man here. He turned to Robbie's mom. My compliments. You're obviously a mother who has raised a good son. She smiled as she ran her hand through Robbie's hair. I teach him to always do the right thing. Well, young man. You have saved me. I wouldn't have been able to pay for my medication without this money. Suddenly, Robbie was worried. Are you sick, Mr. Hastings? Oh, no, I'm just old. <laughs> when you reach a certain age, you, you tend to need more medicine just to keep going. But it can get expensive. Robbie started to look at all the things around the workshop. Planks of wood, lots of tools, the table saw, a bucket of nails and a few beautiful tables, chairs, even some birdhouses. He tugged at his mother's dress. Mom, look at all this cool stuff. Did you make all this, Mr. Hastings? He nodded. I did. Mm-hmm. Spent my life as a carpenter. I still like to build things when I have the energy. In fact, I built this house when I was a lot younger. Mm-hmm. Wow. Robbie spotted something bright blue that was out of place. Is that your bike? Oh, <laughs> no, young man. I'm, I'm much too old to ride a bicycle. That belonged to the Carson boy who lived across the street. But uh, they moved about five years ago. Everyone knows I can fix things, so Carson asked me to work on it when the chain broke. Then they moved far away, and I guess they forgot about it. It's been here ever since. They called me about a month ago and said I could keep it. You know, he scratched his chin, I really can't spare any cash to give you the reward you deserve, so would you like that nice bicycle? It's practically brand new. Robbie's eyes lit up. Really? I can have it? He looked up at his mom. She nodded. Thanks, Mr. Hastings. Well, thank you, young man, for being so honest. Yeah. They all started to walk toward the front yard, Robbie pushing his shiny reward. His mother turned to the old man. Do you live here alone, Mr. Hastings? He nodded. Oh, yes. My, uh, my wife passed away years ago, and we never had any children. Sure wish we did, especially nowadays. Lately, I... Don't have the energy to do the simple things. Just, just look at my lawn. It, I, I have so many leaves you can't even see the grass. But I get tired so easily. I can't rake them all. Mom nodded and turned to Robbie. I'll bet Mr. Hastings could use some help. Robbie thought a minute, then looked up at the old man. I can rake your yard for you. 
He smiled. Well, that's very generous, but I'm afraid I wouldn't be able to pay you. And it's, uh, it's a lot of work. But Robbie wanted something other than money. Well, could you show me how to build stuff? Oh, you mean you'd like to learn a little about carpentry? Yes, sir. Uh, that would be great. Maybe I could make a nice table for my mom. The old man extended his hand. It's a deal. During the next year, Robbie did all sorts of things for Mr. Hastings. Yard work, running to the grocery store, picking up his medication at the pharmacy. He was also getting quite an education, learning all sorts of things about being a carpenter. He loved the feel of the wood after it was sanded and stained, the smell of the wood shavings that covered the floor of the workshop. Every day he'd rush down to the workshop as soon as he finished his homework. He knew he wanted to be a carpenter when he grew up. His proudest moment came at Christmas when he gave his mother a little sewing table he had made himself. Then one day he saw flashing red lights as he approached the workshop. An ambulance. Several neighbors were gathered around. Robbie walked up to another boy he knew. What happened? Oh, oh, Mr. Hastings, he died. Robbie's heart sank. He slumped to the ground and buried his head in his hands. After a while, he got up and slowly shuffled back home. Tears still running down his face. It was the first time he'd known anyone who died. He had lost a good friend. His mom looked up when he returned home. Back already? Then she saw his face. Honey, what's wrong? Mr. Hastings died. He ran to her and wrapped his arms around her. She gave him a strong hug. I'm so sorry, Robbie. Why did he have to die, Mom? It was his time for God to call him home. Robbie was quiet. She ran her fingers through his hair. I know, sweetie. It really hurts to lose a good friend. I'm really glad you got to spend so much time with him. He taught you so much. He wiped his tears. He did. I learned an awful lot. More than you know. A few months later, Robbie answered the door and found a tall man in a business suit. Hello? The man smiled at him. I bet you're Robbie. Uh, yes, sir. Are your parents home? Uh, my mom is. Mom, someone here to see you. His mother walked toward the door, drying her hands with a dish towel. Can I help you? I'm William Bell, the lawyer for Mr. Hastings. Oh, such a nice man. My son really misses him. They were great friends. Well, if I can come in, I have something for your son. Robbie's mom stepped aside and welcomed the man. They all walked to the living room and sat down on the couch. So what's this all about, Mr. Bell? asked his mom. Mr. Bell pulled some papers from his briefcase. 
Well, as you probably know, Mr. Hastings had no children and no relatives at all. Short time ago, he came to my office and asked me to write up his will. He turned to Robbie. He left everything to you, young man. Robbie furrowed his brow. I don't understand. What's, what's a will? Mr. Bell smiled. Well, when people go to heaven, they usually want all their belongings to be given to those they care about. A will is like a very special goodbye gift. Something for you to remember him. Something that tells you how much you are loved. When Mr. Hastings came to my office, he told me what a wonderful young man you were. How much he enjoyed your company and how much you had helped him running errands and doing yard work. How you'd met when you returned his wallet. Your honesty impressed him. So he wanted you to have everything he owned, especially his carpentry tools and everything in his workshop. His mom patted him on the back. How about that? He gave everything to you, Robbie. All those tools so you can build things? Robbie beamed. Mr. Hastings gave me all his tools? Mr. Bell nodded. They're all yours. Not only that, but he knew you wanted to be a carpenter when you grew up. So all the money we got from selling his house is now in a college fund for you. You certainly made an impression on Mr. Hastings. He said, you were the son he never had. Oh, my, said Robbie's mom. That's incredibly generous. Mr. Bell handed Robbie's mom the papers. Here's everything you need, along with my phone number. Just call if you have any questions. He stood up, extended his hand to Robbie. It has been a pleasure meeting you, young man. Robbie shook his hand. Nice to meet you too, Mr. Bell. And thanks. Mr. Bell thanked his mom and left. She turned to Robbie. Mr. Hastings thought so much of you that he gave you everything he had, including his knowledge, which was the most valuable gift. I know, but there's still one thing I wish I could have had. What's that? Well, that man said this was his special goodbye gift, but I didn't get to say goodbye. Oh, trust me, Robbie. Even though he's in heaven, he knows how you feel. When you say your prayers tonight, ask God to thank him for the wonderful gift he gave you. Mom, remember that verse you told me about the path of the righteous that shines brighter and brighter until the full day? Yes. I think I see now. That night at dinner, Robbie thought about his friend and his future. He imagined himself using those tools, building his own house. Then he remembered something he learned in Sunday school the past week. Mom, Jesus was a carpenter? Yes, his father was also a carpenter and taught him just the way Mr. Hastings taught you. You can learn a lot from carpenters. And even though Mr. Hastings is gone, you still have a very special carpenter looking after you every day.
Robbie sure learned a valuable lesson about being honest, didn't he? And he certainly got rewarded in a special way, learning to do something he loved and making a great friend. We must always remember it's never the wrong time to do the right thing. And if you're not sure, always ask your parents. God, please help me to understand the difference between right and wrong so that I may always do the right thing. Help me to be honest in everything I do and inspire me to do good things through my honesty. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, I hope you enjoyed our story. There's much more to come. Until our next voyage on Skyship Dreamer, keep dreaming. Thaddeus Cadiddle, and this, this is my skyship, Dreamer. My cargo is stories, and our destination, dreams. You're in for an adventure, my friend. So, all aboard, and welcome to Skyship Dreamer. Dream on. sunrise about to come. Mm-hmm. But you and I keep watching. All right? Oh, look at the lovely blue mountains below us. Some of them have snow. <laughs> yes. And is that... Oh, yes, yes, yes. A, li a little village tucked away in the valley up there. You see it? Oh, beautiful. I've always been amazed how big the world seems when I'm down there in it. The house, the store, the town, the highways. When that's all you can see, it feels like a large world. But when you're up here, all of that bigness vanishes. It all looks quite small from up here. Many times, the problems you and I face may seem very big when that's all you can see. But when you take time to be with God, you get to look down on your problems. All those big problems feel quite small when you're next to Him. He gives you perspective on what your problem is really about. <laughs> 
Just ask him. He'll show you what it looks like from up here. There's a beautiful verse from Proverbs 4.18. The path of the righteous is like the light of dawn that shines brighter and brighter until the full day. Sometimes we don't understand what's going on. We don't see the whole picture. But if we keep following God, things will become more and more clear over time, shining brighter and brighter until the full day. Uh, oh, oh, look, 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 look. Just over the ridge there. Do you see it? Here comes the sun. Yes, the light of dawn, shining brighter and brighter. Mm. <laughs> there was a boy named Robbie who discovered a surprising treasure when he looked at things from another perspective. And here's our friend John to tell us all about it. Thank you, Captain. Did you ever wonder what happens when you find something that someone else lost? You can find all sorts of stuff walking around, but sometimes you might stumble across something very important. And that's when you need to think about the person who it belongs to. I'd like you to meet Robbie, who is seven years old. He always has been a good boy, going to church every week and being respectful of his parents and teacher. He's smart and does his homework every day, then helps out around the house. But one day, God decided to test him to see if he really knew the difference between right and wrong. This story is called The Carpenter by Randy Titano. Robbie was walking home from school one day when he noticed something on the sidewalk. As he got closer, he saw it was a wallet, which, of course, made him run. When he reached it, he picked it up, opened it, and his eyes lit up. Whoa, there was a lot of money in the wallet, more than he had ever seen in his life. Oh, finders, keepers, losers, weepers, he exclaimed. Robbie was so excited, he ran the rest of the way home. He couldn't wait to show his mom. Robbie's mom was already cooking dinner when he arrived. Hi, honey. How was school today? Uh, it was okay, Mom, but, but, but look what I found. He held out the wallet. She stopped cooking for a moment and took it. Where did you get this? Oh, on Oak Street, right on the sidewalk. There's a lot of money in there. She opened it and nodded. Yeah... There sure is. Uh, maybe you could use it to get a new washing machine. You said the one we have is getting old. His mother pointed to the kitchen table. Sit down a minute, Robbie. They both sat, and she pulled the money from the wallet. You think we should keep this? Robbie knew they didn't have a lot of money to spare. It's like digging up a treasure, Mom. And you sure could use it. Finders, keepers, losers, weepers. I see, she said. So, uh, let me ask you a question. How would you feel if this was my wallet, filled with all this money, and I lost it? Robbie hadn't thought about that. I'd feel really bad. Losers, weepers? How'd you like to be the loser? I guess I wouldn't. 
Don't you think the person who lost all this money feels the same way right now? Robbie slumped down in his chair. Yeah. His mother started looking through the wallet and found something. Oh, there's, there's a driver's license in here. Oh, this belongs to Mr. Hastings, that nice old man who lives two blocks down the street. I'll bet he's pulling his hair out trying to find this. He probably doesn't have much money. She closed the wallet and looked at Robbie. So what do you think we should do? I guess we should bring it to him. You guess? Robbie thought about the old man and knew he had to make a decision. I'd, I'd like to return it. She looked into her son's eyes. Robbie, there's a wonderful verse from Proverbs that says, The path of the righteous is like the light of dawn that shines brighter and brighter until the full day. Sometimes when you do the right thing, you may not see what good it does. But keep on doing the right thing anyway. And one day, you'll see why. The good will become clear. Robbie and his mom walked the two blocks and heard Mr. Hastings in his backyard workshop. The man looked up as they approached. Oh, hello there. Can I help you? Robbie's mom nodded. My son has something for you. Robbie pulled the wallet from his pocket and handed it to the man. I found this on the sidewalk, sir. My mom saw your driver's license in there, so we know it's yours. The old man's eyes beamed as he took the wallet. Oh my, I have been going crazy looking for this. He opened the wallet and saw all the money inside. Well, I can see we have a very honest young man here. He turned to Robbie's mom. My compliments. You're obviously a mother who has raised a good son. She smiled as she ran her hand through Robbie's hair. I teach him to always do the right thing. Well, young man, you have saved me. I wouldn't have been able to pay for my medication without this money. Suddenly, Robbie was worried. Are you sick, Mr. Hastings? Oh, no, I'm just old. <laughs> when you reach a certain age, you, you tend to need more medicine just to keep going. But it can get expensive. Robbie started to look at all the things around the workshop. Planks of wood, lots of tools, the table saw, a bucket of nails, and a few beautiful tables, chairs, even some birdhouses. He tugged at his mother's dress. Mom, look at all this cool stuff. Did you make all this, Mr. Hastings? He nodded. I did. Mm-hmm. Spent my life as a carpenter. I still like to build things when I have the energy. In fact, I built this house when I was a lot younger. Mm-hmm. Wow. Robbie spotted something bright blue that was out of place. Is that your bike? Oh, <laughs> no, young man, I'm... I'm much too old to ride a bicycle. That belonged to the Carson boy who lived across the street. But uh, they moved about five years ago. Everyone knows I can fix things, so Carson asked me to work on it when the chain broke. Then they moved far away, and I guess they forgot about it. It's been here ever since. They called me about a month ago and said I could keep it. You know, he scratched his chin. 
I really can't spare any cash to give you the reward you deserve, so would you like that nice bicycle? It's practically brand new. Robbie's eyes lit up. Really? I can have it? He looked up at his mom. She nodded. Thanks, Mr. Hastings. Well, thank you, young man, for being so honest. Yeah. They all started to walk toward the front yard. Robbie pushing his shiny reward. His mother turned to the old man. Do you live here alone, Mr. Hastings? He nodded. Oh, yes. My, uh, my wife passed away years ago, and we never had any children. Sure wish we did, especially nowadays. Lately, I don't have the energy to do the simple things. Just, just look at my lawn. It, I, I have so many leaves, you can't even see the grass. But I get tired so easily, I can't rake them all. Mom nodded and turned to Robbie. I'll bet Mr. Hastings could use some help. Robbie thought a minute, then looked up at the old man. I can rake your yard for you. He smiled. Well, that's very generous, but I'm afraid I wouldn't be able to pay you. And it's, uh, it's a lot of work. But Robbie wanted something other than money. Well, could you show me how to build stuff? Oh, you mean you'd like to learn a little about carpentry? Yes, sir. Uh, that would be great. Maybe I could make a nice table for my mom. The old man extended his hand. It's a deal. During the next year, Robbie did all sorts of things for Mr. Hastings. Yard work, running to the grocery store picking up his medication at the pharmacy. He was also getting quite an education, learning all sorts of things about being a carpenter. He loved the feel of the wood after it was sanded and stained, the smell of the wood shavings that covered the floor of the workshop. Every day he'd rush down to the workshop as soon as he finished his homework. He knew he wanted to be a carpenter when he grew up. His proudest moment came at Christmas when he gave his mother a little sewing table he had made himself. Then one day, he saw flashing red lights as he approached the workshop. An ambulance. Several neighbors were gathered around. Robbie walked up to another boy he knew. What happened? Oh, oh Mr. Hastings, he died. Robbie's heart sank. He slumped to the ground and buried his head in his hands. After a while, he got up and slowly shuffled back home, tears still running down his face. It was the first time he'd known anyone who died. He had lost a good friend. His mom looked up when he returned home. Back already? Then she saw his face. Oh, honey, what's wrong? Mr. Hastings died. He ran to her and wrapped his arms around her. She gave him a strong hug. I'm so sorry, Robbie. Why did he have to die, Mom? It was his time for God to call him home. Robbie was quiet. She ran her fingers through his hair. I know, sweetie. It really hurts to lose a good friend. I'm really glad you got to spend so much time with him. 
He taught you so much. He wiped his tears. He did. I learned an awful lot. More than you know. A few months later, Robbie answered the door and found a tall man in a business suit. Hello? The man smiled at him. I bet you're Robbie. Uh, yes, sir. Are your parents home? Uh, my mom is. Uh, mom, someone here to see you. His mother walked toward the door, drying her hands with a dish towel. Can I help you? I'm William Bell, the lawyer for Mr. Hastings. Oh, such a nice man. My son really misses him. They were great friends. Well, if I can come in, I have something for your son. Robbie's mom stepped aside and welcomed the man. They all walked to the living room and sat down on the couch. So what's this all about, Mr. Bell? asked his mom. Mr. Bell pulled some papers from his briefcase. Well, as you probably know, Mr. Hastings had no children and no relatives at all. A short time ago, he came to my office and asked me to write up his will. He turned to Robbie. He left everything to you, young man. Robbie furrowed his brow. I don't understand. What's, what's a will? Mr. Bell smiled. Well, when people go to heaven, they usually want all their belongings to be given to those they care about. A will is like a very special goodbye gift. Something for you to remember him. Something that tells you how much you are loved. When Mr. Hastings came to my office, he told me what a wonderful young man you were. How much he enjoyed your company and how much you had helped him running errands and doing yard work. How you'd met when you returned his wallet. Your honesty impressed him. So he wanted you to have everything he owned, especially his carpentry tools and everything in his workshop. His mom patted him on the back. How about that? He gave everything to you, Robbie. All those tools so you can build things? Robbie beamed. Mr. Hastings gave me all his tools? Mr. Bell nodded. They're all yours. Not only that, but he knew you wanted to be a carpenter when you grew up. So all the money we got from selling his house is now in a college fund for you. You certainly made an impression on Mr. Hastings. He said, you were the son he never had. Oh, my, said Robbie's mom. That's incredibly generous. Mr. Bell handed Robbie's mom the papers. Here's everything you need, along with my phone number. Just call if you have any questions. He stood up, extended his hand to Robbie. It has been a pleasure meeting you, young man. Robbie shook his hand. Nice to meet you too, Mr. Bell. And thanks. Mr. Bell thanked his mom and left. She turned to Robbie. Mr. Hastings thought so much of you that he gave you everything he had, including his knowledge, which was the most valuable gift. I know, but there's still one thing I wish I could have had. What's that? Well, that man said this was his special goodbye gift, but I didn't get to say goodbye. Oh, trust me, Robbie. 
even though he's in heaven, he knows how you feel. When you say your prayers tonight, ask God to thank him for the wonderful gift he gave you. Mom, remember that verse you told me about the path of the righteous that shines brighter and brighter until the full day? Yes. I think I see now. That night at dinner, Robbie thought about his friend and his future. He imagined himself using those tools, building his own house. Then he remembered something he learned in Sunday school the past week. Mom, Jesus was a carpenter? Yes, his father was also a carpenter and taught him just the way Mr. Hastings taught you. You can learn a lot from carpenters. And even though Mr. Hastings is gone, you still have a very special carpenter looking after you every day. Robbie sure learned a valuable lesson about being honest, didn't he? And he certainly got rewarded in a special way, learning to do something he loved and making a great friend. We must always remember it's never the wrong time to do the right thing. And if you're not sure, always ask your parents. God, please help me to understand the difference between right and wrong so that I may always do the right thing. Help me to be honest in everything I do and inspire me to do good things through my honesty. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, I hope you enjoyed our story. There's much more to come. Until our next voyage on Skyship Dreamer, keep dreaming.